1: Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Take off here in the, uh, well, this is the second day of the new year. And attempt to navigate our way through the politically correct minefields. Uh, a mine lot, of, fields a lot, of, lot, of, lot
0: of football you've been watching, right? Oh, God,
1: I've been watching so much football. My eyes are uh, <laughs> just, I, I don't know. They're the ball games. Well, <laughs> every all I see is just little figures running up and yeah. down a field. I think collectively and, uh, there's
0: about 20 bowl games throughout the entire month of uh, December. At least. And uh, we're leading up. Got a couple more today over the weekend. A couple more. And then the big national championship. I think it's LSU and Clemson.
1: Mm-hmm. A couple of uh, uh, 13th. Right now, weekend. I week, think it's a week. Monday night yeah, the Monday 13th.
0: Night. Yeah, So that's where it all ends. And
1: of course coming up this weekend, if you, i got to start watching the pros again because these are the two right, biggest
0: wild weekends. Four, really four the, the, wild card the games, games. And Eric Scott's Buffalo Bills in the playoffs for the first time in many many moons is uh are they? are playing at Buffalo, or are they? Are, they are on the road. do I, I, okay, so I, I think they were at last check. They were supposed to play at Houston. I don't know if that got. Uh, yeah. Well, Eric. Moved Eric normally end.
1: follows them. I was assuming he'd be up in Buffalo, but, but I guess they're, they're going to. Well, the I place. think
0: if they they're not expected to advance more than one round, but I'm sure if they go deep <laughs> into the
1: playoffs, you're going to see Eric be there. Uh,
0: looking at airfares to, to yeah. go see his beloved Bills.
1: The, uh, we're talking about political correctness. Uh, oh, you know, back to the football. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but it seems to be a fad that the players seem to be running around with sideshow bob haircuts <laughs> oh uh, yeah it
0: may, maybe it contours to the helmets but I, I, I have better. no because they got new, it's the new st- design st- helmet, the new style
1: maybe there's something up in that helmet you know it's <laughs> sucking hair up yeah. anyway he's uh, talking about political correctness unless we uh, step on a on an ism, you know, and, and blow up. But
0: we're supposed to do that. That's what we're supposed the, to step on. There,
1: there is, toes. and I'll defer to Dan Alexander, about whom we were talking about this. There's another of uh, these stories going on right now, where a person gets themselves in the uh, crosshairs of fire from the politically correct left, the progressive left, over absolutely what is to me absolutely nothing. And Dan, this is a lady in Jersey City, who you is know? a member. A me-
2: Joan Terrell Rice.
1: Joan Terrell Rice, and yeah. she's a member of the school board, I in believe. Jersey City. Yeah.
2: And she made some, uh, the weekend after following that shooting at the uh, kosher grocery store in Jersey City, she made some comments uh, referring to, uh, I'm sorry, it's Joan Terrell Page, P A I G E. Uh, she made some comments on her personal Facebook page about uh, the practice of blockbusting. So yeah. She, so you
1: can you well, the blockbusting, as I understand it, these are a relatively small group of, uh, of uh, what the Jewish uh, followers or, or people uh, are moving their enclaves or setting up enclaves in these different areas. And in the process of that, we have uh, what Lakewood, Jackson, Malwa, for example. Yeah. And they will decide that they want to build a nest there for their group. And they come in and they use almost what has been described to me as strong-arm tactics, trying to intimidate people into selling them their properties and their homes. So that they, they will control them. They'll put up their air roof, you know, the wire around it like they did in Wawa, and have their own enclave going there, and everybody else is out. But in the process of it, uh, they use strong-arm tactics, uh, and uh, I don't know this particular case that she was talking about, if it's an individual or so. But what she's talking about is that they're in tip- coming into these towns that are formerly with uh, African-American people and strong-arming them and, to and, and, sell their and, properties and, and, and to, to sell their properties and get out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so they can saturate the uh, the area. Now she said, as I understand it. She called them, uh, I want to say, brutes. Yes. Said they come, they're acting. Well, she didn't just come on and say this is a bunch of brutes. She 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 said it it in context of their coming in and what their behavior. They're behaving like brutes.
2: Well, she was she was referring. She says, where was all this hope and faith? This is a quote. Where was all this hope, faith, and hope? When black homeowners were threatened, intimidated, and harassed by "I want to buy your house" brutes yeah. of the Jewish community, mm-hmm. she wrote, that's
1: what she wrote yeah. So, so what's the problem?
2: Well, she—the timing of it all—it was.
1: Well, what, what, what was the problem? Now, I'm, I'm not asking you, as Dan Alexander, i just, but as Dan Alexander, the newsman, what was the opposition that came right from the governor down, as I understand? It it. The
2: governor, the mayor, uh, Stephen Fulton, mayor of Jersey City, the attorney general, all called for her to resign, and the school committee was supposed to. Have a resolution also calling for her resignation and a meeting that got postponed, A, over security ter- uh, concerns, and B, the president of the school board was uh, indicted on uh, money laundering. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now, did the governor come down and condemn him for that? Let me check. No, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, no. Uh, an, anybody say anything wrong with that? Uh, money laundering I mean. and, 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 and being indicted on it? see see that that was no problem to these people. Right. Well, the problem is that the lady said something that uh, certainly <laughs> in the minds and the eyes of many observers is is probably a very accurate statement.
0: I, well, I, I would agree with Dan. I, I think the uh, the timing
1: what not, but I see no connection with the timing.
0: but everybody was all hot about it, and there was
1: a
2: lot, a lot of lot uh, of emotions actually, flowing on her post, a lot of you know hopes and prayers and, and a lot of. Uh, people were praising the Greenville neighborhood for its growth in recent years uh, as becoming a more of a Jewish neighborhood. Uh-huh. Uh, and she, that's what, uh, yeah, it's just... a lot of people I mean, I'm seizing I'm not, the moment, I don't I'm know. Seizing
1: emotional moments. But it's, <laughs> I, I don't take this as agreeing with her particularly, but, and, and again, people do say things well, that would mean nothing to what, a couple of years ago, but all yeah. of a sudden now we're all so sensitive, so yes. utterly sensitive. Well, there it's little so little antennas out there looking for some offense.
2: Well, the meeting is scheduled. Uh, the school committee meeting is scheduled for tonight, uh, and there's supposed to be the resolution uh, introduced again tonight. Congressman, uh, congressional candidate ja- John Flora. He's challenging Donald Payne in mm-hmm. the congressional, the 10th congressional district primary. He's also a 15-year Jersey City teacher, a veteran teacher. Uh, he is encouraging people to come to a candlelight vigil tonight before the meeting uh, to show support for her. Now, he didn't organize the vigil. He, he sent me an email after I posted my story yesterday. He stressed that he didn't organize this, uh, this candlelight vigil, but he was encouraging people to go. And he was critical of the fact that in a statement, in a statement he put out just before the end of the year, he uh, was critical of the, of, the, of the quick call for her to resign Yeah, as yeah. To, well, uh, to, to discuss the issues that she raised. I so yeah. thought it was a great opportunity for a discussion. But even
1: he has to hedge his support by saying I, – I I just don't understand it. Uh, maybe I'm missing something here, but this goes on all the time, and, and sometimes you get pretty damn sick of it.
2: Well, I mean, if you go back to Lakewood and, and, and Tom's River and Jackson, I know Tom's River put in a no-knock rule, where basically solicitors – we're not allowed to uh, knock on the door to make to mm-hmm. sell things or to make an offer to buy one's house.
1: Well, there there is a cultural uh, involvement here because in the culture of these people moving in, this is perfectly proper. To the people who live there, who are being, in their view, bullied out, uh, certainly it's not. <laughs> a, a uh, proper behavior. I'll tell you, those property values along that Jersey City
0: waterfront have just uh, skyrocketed over the last decade. Mm-hmm. You see the development there. Jersey City rivals Hoboken and uh, Weehawken for skyscrapers and those beautiful views of the river in New York. And, um, you know, it's, it's a fight. The fight is on for the property. And you know, it's been a big turnover. Absolutely. Uh, well,
1: it's just, it's, just, it's just hard to grasp it. We have gotten to this point of sensitivity. Everybody's going around, you know, little antennas out looking for some reason to be offended, to be a victim, because your life is not validated uh, uh, anymore unless you're the victim of something. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but whoever that you perceive that you're the victim of has to be annihilated, <laughs> right? Not, not just countered with, with, a, with, with, with logic right. or reason or anything. But, and, and, uh, you, and you'll be uh, hounded to the grave.
0: And, you, and, and you'll be penalized and you know, drawn and quartered for expressing your opinion,
1: right? Well, okay, now, as far as I know, and I say, you know, uh, the lady has not done what is the usual thing that drives me up a wall, is turn around and grovel and start apologizing. Lady, you did nothing wrong.
2: She has not returned any uh, calls for comment. She has not addressed hmm. any media outlet.
1: Has she lawyered up, do we know? <laughs> we <don't laughs> oh, my know. God.
2: But in theory, she'll be at the meeting tonight. Yeah, standing oh, oh, well,
1: God bless her. Yeah.
2: Now she did remove the post; has been removed. Just to be clear, the post that she made has been removed; is no longer there for public view. Now she can well, alter her well, Facebook account for it to be.
1: Why is it not enough in a simple matter like this? That's relatively innocent when you consider all the words you could say about somebody or call them. Why is it necessary? to jump all over her and start yelling and condemning it, rather than saying, well, you know, she said that and it's probably, you know, may not have been the most diplomatic thing in the world to say, but, uh, you know, <laughs> nobody got hurt. Uh, and so if they want to broaden this, and I don't know that this is true, if they want to broaden this out, who who, who is offended by this? I mean the governor is is offended because he feels that's going to get him attention and votes but the uh, the other people involved who who are who is who is the offendee here do you, do you know I, I I just think um, that
0: that uh, I mean ev- anybody involved in that situation would be offended because of the Volatility because of the emotion involved in that. Because but there was there's a, nothing. There was a she didn't
1: say anything offensive that I can see. It certainly wouldn't be to me. If somebody wants to call me a brute, that you hate, know, it's hate, it's a bully. Hate, it's saying a bully. Hate, so it's easy just to say no, I'm not, and then that's the end of it.
2: I hate to keep going back to, to the issue of the timing of it, yes. but perhaps it's been an issue within the community that is suddenly under the spotlight because of the spotlight that was put on Jersey City in the in the days after that mm. shooting that was perhaps perhaps it was thought that that was not the appropriate
1: time to be bringing that issue up um and she was just being honest you know yeah yeah so so whatever happened to honesty you know so i'm going to ask another whatever happened to joy to the world remember Uh, that around the holidays yes because peace on earth peace on on others and happy happy joy joy Yes, yes a season to be jolly and you see it all over the place you notice people's faces when you were out doing Christmas shopping around? Yeah. Everybody looks as if they're angry. They, they, want, to tear, they want to scowl. They want to tear your head off. And God help scowl. you if you run into somebody with your cart in the supermarket, you're, yeah. you're a goner. Yeah. Uh, I, but, but really, uh, it's, it's, it's become, I guess, stress as that's, opposed to Christmas, that's why people are buying online in in bigger and bigger droves every year. But why is what is I th- you know I I think this plays into this whole syndrome of uh, you know the national business of hostility and and anger, and super sensitivity, and looking for uh, trying to become a victim so you can you can you can you can act like a, a beast yeah. and, and bully somebody <laughs> back. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be something if not in the water there's something in the culture I think the the reason is that there are too many demands that if you stop and think of the demands that are put on you on your time as, especially your... around the seasonal economically and people are people are having to say yes when they mean no <laughs> and say no when they feel yes yeah. and I think it's just building up this this what steam, somehow in there and and it it blows it's a cauldron of stress a cauldron of stress we're in right now advertising uh presents an impossibly exaggerated picture of what we should look like right what we should have the stuff we should have
0: how we should act. i don't know about you but i feel terrible that i'm not that family in the bmw commercial with three BMWs in my in my in my driveway <laughs> and which one am I gonna drive
1: to my friend's house yeah. during the
0: snow? Yeah and I mean, I just feel
1: awful about it. But that people sort of feel thing. that your life is not fulfilled unless you're living like that. Right. Well, it's impossible, and yet we buy into this uh, this dementia, really, or uh, mythology. Drive around, look at people's Christmas
0: lights, envy what they've got, and then you go back to your two car two car shed <laughs> with the one string of lights on there. It's gonna blow the circuit. <laughs>
1: but you, you know, yeah,
0: I can I can deal with you. You know, I, yeah. I tell
1: you what, we were I got off on that other thing because it just drives me up a wall. Uh, the, the, the this jumping on people for absolutely nothing, yeah. uh, and if you have comments on it, we'd love to hear it. I haven't mentioned that before. I don't think we did, but you certainly it's, can. We'd have, be yeah. happy to get the, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the your your comments on it. Um, well, it's so. Oh oh oh, holiday man.
0: Did Holiday Man Holiday get played? Holiday
1: Man got on
0: the air on uh, December twenty third. We we built it all up. Jim, uh, I mean, uh, Bill played Bill? it at about uh, ten minutes of eight o'clock, right in the middle of the morning. So we it, it got some airplay. Yes, it did, and it was good to hear. Well, Holiday, Holiday
1: Man, I, I hope you got a chance to hear it. You cannot hear it. We can't play it. I wish we could. This is something we ran into uh, because. Bob and his sons made a parody on, uh, it was sort of a parody on Alvin and the Chipmunks, yeah. and it was the joy to the world. Right. Well, now we can't play it be- on the internet because, right. because of royalties. Because of royalties, we're not licensed to play that. Yeah. Now, on the radio, right. you can, can play that. it yes. because yes. the station pays a large sum of money as right. a blanket. Pay off to the uh, recording industry right. but you can't use it here which is pretty ridiculous
0: yeah we, we, uh, we had uh, if I recall we, we really attacked the old uh, political correctness of the holiday season why you can't call Christmas Christmas yeah why you don't want to offend anybody by saying anything but happy holidays and which holidays are you celebrating and uh, what does that but, cover and but you know that that, like?
1: that was a little easier this year than it's been in the past few years. Now, you made Holiday Man a few years ago. In the height of political... In, in the very peak of this business of trying to shut Christmas down. Right. People Happy were selling holidays. holiday trees. Yes, holiday trees. And, and, and Christmas was actually Holiday Man. Yes. Uh, so the, mostly now, they, they seem to be satisfied in quietly banning it in schools, any mention of it. But Mer- Merry
0: Christmas has made a comeback. I, I did notice that this past yes, yes, yes. And that's a good
1: So thing. You know, there's a pendulum swing, and, and I wonder and i, I if, if the pendulum as far to the what do you I'd have called it left as this pendulum has swung now with the political correctness and this of uh, victimology right and 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 this just plain hate and nastiness uh if it swings that far back to the right you know god help us all mm. because some at some point i think people are going to get tired of being bullied by this yeah. now if you want to see people who are acting like uh what is it? Beasts? Beasts? The lady said? Brutes. Brutes. I'm sorry. I keep, I keep saying beasts. Brutes. You were close. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> if if people want to keep acting like that, you've got to build up resentment in the people that you are bullying, that you were acting brutishly toward. They're not going to like it. Now you're afraid to... Uh, we, we've become afraid to uh, to talk back, to push back, hmm. because they will try... You simply want to push back by trying to point out something logically how this is ridiculous. They want to annihilate you. They want this lady kicked off the school board. And, and
2: like, you're either to resign or for her to be removed from.
1: Right? Yes, and then what else? It won't stop there. They will keep after her, and is she he, to keep her in a state of disgrace. Now, what is a sanction? And and, and you'll ref, they'll refer now. You watch this. He will be referred to not as no matter what she does, she'll be referred to as disgraced school board member. Really? They they always are. They 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 keep well that'll be pointed it's it's just such a damn shame. Well, it'll be interesting to shame. see what
0: happens It's tonight, right Danny?
1: Oh, oh, I wanted yeah. to ask uh are they still uh throwing <laughs> orts at Jeff Van Drew for uh I think that's died down a little bit because of Christmas and the uh holiday break in the winter. But he yeah, down. Uh,
2: it's it's died still getting some attention
1: you know what is kind of surprising about that Jeff Van Drew was a congressman a former member of the state Senate I think he yes. was and he was a pretty good one and he became a ran a, a Democrat for his district he ran as a Democrat because uh, he well I think he was a Democrat but he ran bec- and he won in a strongly Republican district because the Republican candidate that he was running against uh, was gone a little bit too far in that you know, direction for the, for the locals. Seth Grossman. Seth Grossman. And Seth was a little too conservative, I think, for that district, which is fairly moderate Republican. And so he was one of two Democrats who voted against impeachment of the president. Then he ended up switching allegiance to. Well,
2: actually, leading up to the vote, uh-huh. his, his intentions were already out there when the vote was taken. But the uh, he had been one of two congress- congressmen and certainly the only one the only Democrat in the New Jersey delegation yeah. that has, he was sort of on the fence for a long time and then he he's but he's his comments were generally mm-hmm. against impeachment, that, that he did he thought it would act more to divide yeah.
1: than to But, be but the thing is that he, he was vilified for uh, being disloyal to the party and not following the party line at lockstep. Well, how many times have we said, God, wouldn't it be nice if politicians, instead of sticking to party lines, right. and not thinking reflected, for themselves. Who, reflected the people who uh, he's uh, supposedly represent. Yeah. Representing. How, how many times would we say, boy, it would be good if they would use their conscience right. and, and the will of the and people the clout, rather yes. than, than obeying a party? All of a sudden, here comes somebody who does. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets And so he clubbed. gets caught in a poo storm. Yeah. And
0: what you're feeling about the delay of uh, presenting the ar- articles of impeachment to the Senate by the Congress? Oh, what I don't think know the
1: game. That? I pay no attention to the game. They're all playing a game. They're trying to do what is best to lead up to discrediting the president by the election. So he has not formally been impeached. Well, um, no. Well, impeachment, I think people think impeachment means that he's convicted of something. Yes. Impeachment doesn't. That means he's simply accused. Yes. Like Clinton was accused, he was impeached. Uh, Andrew Johnson was impeached. And there's often been impeachment. One of the the sad things about this, I think, is that after all of this, no matter who becomes president, the other side's going to immediately start looking for reasons to impeach. And this is going to undercut the stability of this government, which has always been very, very stable. To me, impeachment means that the
0: person in office is a direct threat to the democracy and to the people, and if That's, this is the case well, here, why haven't the articles been presented immediately to get the proceedings underway? To well, it's, to it's get part of the game.
1: You, you would have to get into the uh, what the the brains of the people running the Democratic Party, yeah. because they're playing this simply as a tool going doesn't into the like election.
0: Doesn't seem like it's which that could backfire to me. on
1: them. Uh, except the American people seem to be often dead from the neck mm-hmm. up. But uh, I think a lot of going them are losing
0: elections. interest
1: uh, as the month goes, months go by. They just keep losing interest in this. Oh, I've got something uh, jumping around here. You brought up last week. That is the tunnel. Oh, the the, uh, the, uh, the transit, tunnel, the, the transit the, the tunnel, tunnel. Yes, uh, which has been put off the and art put art off. Tunnel, and, well, you yes. know the story about how that was delayed. And had had and, we
0: and had it <coughs> been. Uh, uh, started the construction yeah. started back in 2011 or 2010. Mm-hmm. That tunnel would be opening, or had been open most recently. It would be in and, service. And there me. were good
1: reasons why it wasn't started. Yeah. The federal okay. government had backed out after urging the state to get into that. The, the state would have to, yeah. would have to bear. Well, I think at the time it was like two billion dollars or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's going to be double or triple that. And the state of New Jersey would have to bear it, and they could not even afford to fix their own roads. Right. So, with the money that they had available, because every administration up to this one, I think it was Christie administration, in the beginning, uh, had had raided the transportation trust fund yes. to use for the general, you know, buying of votes. It was not an equitable uh-huh.
0: solution to but, funding. But that I,
1: I have a solution to that mm-hmm. that I think would work, and we could get this done very cheaply and very quickly. Yeah. Now, where was it to start? The uh, in New Jersey.
0: It was going to start somewhere around uh, right south of i believe south of where the lincoln tunnel is in the uh, 30s it was going what would
1: be the town that's uh, uh,
0: hoboken weehawken you, that area well,
1: anyway what we do we surreptitiously of course maybe you do this at night or you know during a full eclipse of the sun or something where people can't see what you're doing you bring in a mexican drug cartel right and you encamp them there where you want the tunnel started right and you say look You've got billion-dollar business right across there. You can see the Manhattan skyline. There's scads of people over there, all who are thirsting for your product. And so you've got to figure out a way because you can't go on the bridges or on the trains because there's security watching that. And so here comes the head of the cartel, Says, raises his hand, says, got an idea. We built Tunnel. And so they're good at that. They're great at that. How long did it take them to build a huge tunnel under San Diego or something? They, yeah. <laughs> they put up the fence and they dug a tunnel. Yeah. And they, they got so many, t- I think estimates are that there are dozens of tunnels yeah. running under the border. And they
2: use spoons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, whatever it is they use, yeah. it's working. And so they, uh, and th- 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 in a sense, that is, is purpose is a commuter tunnel because the people coming in illegally are technically commuters. Well, we could call them that. That would be a euphemism. Mm -hmm. Uh, Instead of misplaced foreign travelers or some of the stuff that they use. So they would have that tunnel dug in no time. Yes, they would. Certainly less than 10 years, that's for
0: sure. Um, Bill was talking about some ideas, (coughs) and he had this idea a while ago, and I I really Mm. didn't embrace it until just recently. He is suggesting that the Port Authority... Build the the, because they need to build a new bus terminal. The one in Mm -hmm. uh, the west side of Manhattan is uh, outdated and they need to replace that. Bill is suggesting that they build it in Secaucus near the rail station off the turnpike so that there could be a transportation hub and then extend the subway line, the number 7 city subway line out to New Jersey through one of those rail tunnels and have the transportation hub out here to take the the weight off of the volume going in and out of the Lincoln and the crossings, and it would all just come together along the northeast corridor of New Jersey Transit at mm. the Frank uh, Lautenberg train station, the Granny Lautenberg train. Uh, <laughs> you, you named it that, the Granny Lautenberg train station. I did? Oh, I think so. I, well, you
1: get full credit for that. <laughs> but, do, a bit of nostalgia. That
0: would be a very interesting A concept to do that, and mm. it's got to get done. And he also brought up uh, this morning about – maybe bringing in a public-private partnership to fund some of this. Mm -hmm. He brought up uh, the example of Richard Branson uh, from Virgin Atlantica Airlines. They built a, a commuter link in Florida that runs from West Palm Beach Airport down to Miami International Airport. And it cuts the travel time well,
1: in half. I know you bring them in. Like what's, what's, what's their cut? What do well, they get out of I'm it? I'm
0: sure they're going to get something, maybe well, building up their um, their hub here at Newark Airport well, or does some the,
1: sort of trade. Do the, does the Corzine monetization of the Parkway ring a bell? Mm. That pretty much got him out of office. <laughs> right. Uh, thinking the same way.
0: But that was 15 years ago, and you're seeing more of these public-private partnerships becoming more well, more accepted i don't know if it's a good idea yeah. for this area but i mean that's a lot of money to build that tunnel you're talking billions to build well, that oh, yeah, tunnel sure. and we need it because that those uh, those rail tunnels right now are just another accident or problem away from being shut down and it's going to cripple the entire region
1: well uh, what we will know. be done heaven knows uh it's uh, it's just unfortunate that the situation exists, but there it is i, I don 't know what you do about it the uh, oh, uh, oh 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 and uh, update on the American Dream Mall
0: oh yeah uh, Ron Castro took his family there over the holidays he's our manager said, he's our general manager here at the 101 point5 and he said he loved it he, they have this uh, ice skating rink in there took his family in there he said it was it loved it. And Great. Uh, so maybe there is some hope for that uh
1: Oh, man, it mark. goes back, and I can remember, <laughs> and I'm sure I've mentioned this before, sitting with George Zoffinger, who was the head of the Sports and Exposition Authority, came in one morning and he had this plan, and uh, he was sitting down, we were talking on the air, and I said, You well, know, what's that? He said, That's called Xanadu. Xanadu. This, Xanadu. Is this, this is this big. Uh, mall we're going to build now. That was twenty years 20 ago, years at least ago, twenty ago. years ago, maybe more. Yeah. Nineteen years later, yeah. it finally opened up. Finally opened up. Wow. Uh, just moving along some of the things in the time we have here. There, there was a story this morning, Dan. I don't know if that was your story, but the uh, police uh, in New Jersey: five policemen had died in the line of duty during the past year.
2: Uh, I did not do that story. But oh
1: you. no, that's okay. No, I, I, I have the information here. I just. Wanted to defer if you'd written the story. Five. Uh, th- these were policemen who died in the line of duty. There were five. Now, one was an officer who died of a heart attack while he was uh, interviewing or interrogating or what a suspect. One was this assassination of uh, the Jersey City policeman. And uh, what's it a, a silo silo uh, sales no. S- Sills, Sills. Sills, Sills Sills I'm sorry assassination of Joseph Sills but three of them died as a result of being at 9 uh, 911 on 911 oh, being at the uh, center uh, right uh, d- during the uh, the conflagration there they had died apparently as a result of that their their service right. there so that's considered a di- uh, death in the line of duty but this many years later yes
2: was. Hmm? Do you
1: know, that that goes back to uh, 2001. 2001. 19 years but uh, again, this and others have, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure, other people and many many people apparently been yeah. afflicted with something that was caused by the the deadly the death dealing atmosphere there mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, but you are reminded that. Oh, uh, just some notes here. Nationally, 128 police officers died in the line of duty, and 43 of them were in traffic accidents, 49 from firearms. But the point is, in New Jersey, and I suppose this is something of a blessing. Only only five, but just one really, as result of uh, actually an assassination, if you want the worst kind of a death. So, but remember back. During the cleanup at 9-11, when these officers and many others were dealing with the, rema- the aftermath, yeah. trying to find you know, remains in there, find out what, what happened, what went on. Without any protection. Without any protection. The Environmental Protection Agency in Washington came out with a proclamation saying that there's no problem, there's no danger there. And And they acted accordingly. So they did not have to wear the hazmat type uh, equipment that they should have. And who was head of the EPA? Who was head of the EPA was former Governor Christine Todd Whitman Mm. of New Jersey. Now, Christy Whitman, because we worked with her here for a while and got to know her quite well and worked with her when she was a governor. She is a very intelligent person. She's a very competent person. So, and she certainly did not come out, she would not pretend to be an expert on this and make that proclamation that you're breathing safe air when you're actually breathing deadly air. Yeah. She would not have done that because of her own knowledge. She would have had to depend on somebody in her department that she considered to be an expert. Yeah. So I would say that uh, Christy Whitman was grossly misled, although she does get the rap for that yeah uh, un, un, unfortunately, but whatever the cause of it was, th- this is a huge, huge tragedy when people who could possibly have been saved this and spared this, had they had the proper equipment right. were told you don't need the proper equipment. The another thing, oh oh, the, uh, the, uh, it got a lot of attention. the uh, church shooting in Texas in Texas. Where Fort a a parishioner was packing, they had a security detail at a church. Now, this is happening more and more, and it is being urged upon church because people the the uh, the demented are coming in causing mayhem in churches. You get the this horrible synagogue uh, massacre in Pittsburgh, and which is a big one and and on it goes. So but there's the, shooter, started, but, the, but the very idea is sort of foreign. That you have to have armed <laughs> security in a church, right. but here we are,
0: and thank goodness that the uh, that they did have a, an armed detail down there because this shooter got <laughs> up and he just confronted two of the ushers or mm-hmm. the uh, the staff at the church on the side. You could see the many people have seen the uh, the cameras, the cam- the video of it, and he takes out two of the church uh, goers, and then the um, the security uh, guard. Uh, draws his weapon and takes out the uh, shooter with uh, just a couple of shots right across uh, the uh, sanctuary and thank goodness that that person was armed
1: and this and is then a- and
0: then you see at the end of the video that several other church goers were also carrying concealed weapons and they backed up the security guard thank goodness for those brave citizens I mean that could have been a co- true massacre Jim you could have had dozens or even worse people. Mm. You know, just gunned down in
1: a place oh, of worship. Oh, man, man. horrible. Man. Just horrible. And, of course, immediately the cry goes out to ban guns. Of course it does. Now, it's going to be pretty difficult to do that. And if you could come up with legislation and laws, the the left keeps yelling, the Democrats especially, and I'm sure there's other people yeah. too. Uh, this would be almost nonpartisan partisan yelling, get rid of the guns. Don't let people have guns. Well, constitutionally, it's almost impossible to do that. But practically speaking, you could be—you could be leading to something else, because the first school, uh, what assault massacre it was known—the Bath School Massacre in Michigan—happened back in 1927, when a man named Andrew Kehoe, who had run for local political office, and in Bath, Michigan, can't be but so big. He was defeated in the election, and to get back, he was on the school board, too, so he could go into the school without being noticed. He planted dynamite under the school, the one school they had there. He blew it up. He killed 38 kids, six adults, and injured 58 people, many of them critically injured. Now... The thing there that struck me is that you ban guns. You could be asking for something worse because anybody can go online and learn how to make a bomb Mm -hmm. in, what, 15, 20 minutes or whatever it takes and go out and buy the equipment to do it. So, And this is a horrible thing to say, but here's where we are. You want to ban guns because a number of people could possibly – be victims of that when somebody can make a bomb and go in and kill ten times as many. Uh, and, and this is what, because people who are demented, who are going to do this, are going to do it, unfortunately. Right. Now, unless we have a complete change in the culture. I want to read one thing here that, that has a, a, well, a relation to this. This was a statement made, I believe, this was after a school shooting in Tennessee. I think it was in Tennessee. The governor of Tennessee said, and this is so true and so obvious, he says, we cannot celebrate death in video games, celebrate death in TV shows, celebrate death in movies, celebrate death in music lyrics, and at the same time remove every sense of morality and sense of higher authority and still expect things like this are not going to happen. Hmm. We're being programmed for this. Now, where, where you stop the world, and you know, stop the world, I want to get off, yeah. uh, how, you, how you reverse this, this really frantic culture that we have, in which, as I mentioned before, I think people are driven to this often by the demands of living in this particular just frantically materialistic culture. How you stop it, I don't know. Maybe it's too late. I mean, we're riding the train like in the old movies, and the bridge is out up there. And there are a lot of people running around yelling, hey, tell the engineer, stop this thing. The, the, nobody's paying any attention to it. But we will pay attention to it next week. Yes, we will. We will. Be here next okay. uh,
0: next Thursday, the 9th.
1: Please. Listen, thank you. Talk thank you very, down. very much. I uh, really appreciate your... your sharing the time with us and uh I unfortunately we didn't mention it early but we really would appreciate your comments and your calls yeah. because this this would would make it. And you can you know, email <laughs> us
0: during the week. The email is uh, on the uh, website and we'll get back in touch with you and oh, yeah. we look forward to seeing you next or, Thursday. For
1: those who choose you can send a Maccabean and runner and a loin cloth with a note and a fork stick running up to the radio station and delivering it. I'd send You, you have email. to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks. Happy New Year. May your great, great things happen to you this year. May they happen to all of us. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com,
2: this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early,